Train, eat, repeat. The knowledge and know-how you need to live well. Here's your host, Tyler Ferrand. Hello, everyone, and welcome back into Train, Eat, Repeat. I'm here with Andrea. Hello, everyone. Uh, glad you guys are here. And if it is your first time coming over to this podcast where we talk about everything for, around training, nutrition, and mindfulness, thank you for joining us. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. And if it isn't the first time that you're joining us, welcome back. But we appreciate you guys being here, listening to the podcast, and we hope that we're giving you information that can enrich and you, and you can utilize inside of your lives. Absolutely. So this podcast is kind of a ca- uh, catch-all. You can listen to it when you're on your way to work or while you're doing something in the evening, just to kind of get an update on what's going on in different trends or something that you might be feeling that might be, you know, easy for you to kind of add to your daily routine. And if you guys do enjoy this podcast, we would love to get it out to more individuals like yourself. So first of all, share it with family, friends. But then what you can also do is leave a five-star review on the iTunes app and leave a written review uh, based on the episode, based on the podcast itself, based on how much you love our voices. (laughs) Uh, or Andrea's laugh, which <laughs> constantly comes out inside of this podcast. But uh, definitely leave down that information inside of the iTunes podcast app, and we would greatly appreciate it. Um, speaking of appreciation, we want to give a big thank you to everyone who came out for the social fun run. Um, something that I felt was important to do because of the fact that we've been so neglected Uh neglected of human interaction, really. Mm-hmm. And Missing the community type atmosphere or just uh, seeing people in your normal routine of going to work and seeing your coworkers. We don't get that anymore. We don't have that. Right. And and like we were able to be outside, beautiful weather, 75 yes. degrees. Dogs around us. <laughs> we had three dogs running with us um, and our two dogs were not allowed to come. So <laughs> um, maybe next this coming week, uh, we'll bring them in because uh, they'll make an appearance. Uh, they'll make an appearance because I think uh, a cameo, as one would say, Cindy said that we need more dogs. Yes. It's kind of like the Christopher Always Walken. More dogs. Like, yeah. like the only thing we need right now is more cowbell, except we need, we need more, more dogs. dogs. <laughs> more dogs. Um, but it was fantastic. So what it was is basically anybody could come, bike, run, uh, jog, uh, walk. walk, whatever you want. The whole purpose really was just to get moving outside uh, maskless, which was awesome too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then be able to come together and and really catch up. There are a lot of these people I haven't talked to in, in quite a long time. So it was just great to have that community aspect. Um, and we look forward to doing it again this Saturday, 1230. If you are in the local Metro, metro Detroit area, we meet in the parking lot of Drafting Table, which is in Wixom. And uh, we take Take off on a paved trail, completely safe. And we do anything from two to, you know, whatever you feel comfortable. It could be one mile, could be two miles. There, It's no, there's no judgment. It's just to get out, get some fresh air and to meet up with people again. And if you aren't in the local area, you can do it virtually with us. Yeah. Um, you know, we Send probably will do like. We can FaceTime you while we're doing it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or do a live or, yeah. or something like that. Or two, now that things are starting to open back up and I get that it's different depending on where you are geographically, look for run clubs, social gatherings, those types of things uh, to sort of 
rejoin or, or, or to join for the first time because it is such an important aspect of health, that social health, and has been damaged greatly over the past you know year, year and a half. And so putting that effort in to sort of reach back out either to a friend or a family member that maybe you haven't had much contact with or trying to go to a new group of people to try and connect and meet some friends would just... I would lift up your spirits mm-hmm. 100%. If, if you can't find one in your local area, just start one. Put a message out there to mm-hmm. your friends and family and uh, see if you can get some gathering. Because more than likely when you're meeting at a trail, other people will be there and they might, you know, hey, what's going on? And, you know, hey, I'll run with you guys or I'm looking for something like this. And that's exactly how this social started. I put a post out on social media and a bunch of people were like, yeah, that sounds great. And then, and then told they told their friends and then there were people that I've never even met. Met that we're happy that this was going on. Mm-hmm. So we plan to keep it going again, 1230 uh, this Saturday um, when we meet in the drafting table parking lot. And if in not Wixom. in Wixom, and if you aren't local, again, join us virtually, mm-hmm. you know, take pictures of yourself getting out in the sun with friends. Um, and that's what it's all about. So what are we talking about today? So we wanted this concept of aging uh, comes up quite a bit. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's top of mind. Um, I think this pandemic has had us kind of take stock into our own health and wellness. For sure. I mean, in terms of the fact that the people that were more immune compromised mm-hmm. tended to not fare as well with the COVID pandemic. Mm-hmm. And and if you knew that you were compromised and didn't uh, get COVID, which is amazing, that's great. You were more cautious. Mm-hmm. You, you, you felt like you really couldn't push the envelope or didn't want to risk sort of going outside. And, and our whole point was not based around to talk about this topic because of COVID. But the fact that as you age... Ultimately, you'll start to notice changes in your body. And when you start to notice changes in your body, it also means that certain uh, routines, certain parts of your body tend to fare differently than maybe they would have in the past. And I think the topic has come up to uh, talking with some of our current clients, you know, well, I used to do this and I was an athlete and I had this and this and I was able to go and not have to stop or, you know, not feel these aches and pains. And so it really takes you a minute to think back, well, how has your fitness and nutrition changed throughout the years as you've aged as well? And it's so important to do that reflection piece, because if you don't and you think I'm just going to go back to what I was doing before, I've met over the course of my coaching uh, clients and meeting with people, numerous people have said, oh, well, I played X in college mm-hmm. or I played X in high school. So I'm going to go back and try and train like that again. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that there are certain elements of that training that can be beneficial or certain parts of that nutrition that can be beneficial, but it's going to have to be drastically different this time around because you aren't 20 years old. You don't recover quicker from as fast from workouts. Um, your digestion is all messed up when you try to go and crush hamburgers and pizza and beer, you know, after a workout and think you're just going to be able to bounce back. So the entire purpose really is to take you sort of decade by decade Mm -hmm. um, and more specifically around the ages that we are currently in and Mm -hmm. then the majority of our clients are in um, to explain sort of what the subtle changes are that you need to be cognizant of and or make in order for you to continue to see progress. For sure. I'm a true believer that 
you know, people will say, well, it's too late. You know, like I'm, I'm in my, I'm in my forties and my fifties and they use age as an excuse. Like, Oh, I think that's a huge stopping point. I think people are like, I'm too old to get started. Right. I'm too old or I'm too old to do this or I'm too old to do that. And here's the fact of the matter is that you can always do whatever the minimal amount of dosage there that need is needed in order for you to see results. Put, simply put, you shouldn't let your age stand in the way from getting something done that you want to do. If it's mm-hmm. if you want to run a half marathon, well, I'm 50 and I can't do that. Yes, you can. It might not be at the speed and uh, that you were at before, but that doesn't mean you should have let it stay. Just go out and do it. Do it for enjoyment, pure enjoyment, not because the time or, you know. Those type of things. Well, and, you, and to your point, what you're really deciding on is that this is important to me. I'm not doing it for anyone else except right. for myself, which should always be the case no matter what age group you are. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say that that is something that changes, though, from a mind, not to jump ahead, but from a mindfulness perspective, is that as you age, you become more aware of who you are and what you're willing to put up with and what you are not willing to put up with. I feel like we're, we're very overly or easily influenced in our younger years. We want to fit in. We want to, mm-hmm. we want to, you know, be popular and all those things. Um, even thinking back to like, like the clothes that we wore in middle school mm-hmm. and high school, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, everybody's wearing this. Well, I mm-hmm. need that because I need to be sure. the cool kid, you know? Yeah. And it goes the same way with like your health and your wellness. We always advocate do what makes you feel good, right? Like, yes, we do need to exercise, but that could look vastly different for the majority of people. Now, we know what science tells us and what's really good for you. But again, for it for you to be able to continue to do it regularly, you need to be able to enjoy it, too. Absolutely. For sure. So let's talk about our 30s and 40s. Okay. So I'm 35. I won't say your age, but you can <laughs> if you not. want. <laughs> but But essentially, we're in this phase right now. And... I can tell you right now that the biggest – so we'll talk about the the differences that we noticed first and then sort of what you should be focusing on. But the, the differences that I've noticed in my 30s is that I'm so much more aware of how, number one, my training got is affected, meaning that I can no longer just – cold turkey, get up, go for a run or get up, go do a bunch of lifting um, and and otherwise be okay. It takes a long process and not just because I'm a coach and I know that that's good for you, right, to prevent injury. But I honestly, it takes me like three, four, five sets now just to get like warmed up into my working sets. And if I don't take that time to warm up, I'm a disaster, like not just inside of my workout, but I'm at a higher risk for injury, higher risk for uh, being more sore at the end of workouts. From a training perspective, those are the biggest things that I've noticed. I would say in my 30s, which I'm not, I would say I I really focused on aesthetics. Okay. I was really... Uh, I wasn't uh, concerned about how good I was doing for my body doing the workouts. I was concerned about how much it changed my body and how I wanted to look. For sure. And especially for me in my 20s, like my 20s to my 30s. And I would say it was a mix of aesthetics and performance. It was like, let's see how strong I can get. Um, I ran my first half marathon uh, just as I was turning 30. Um, so that was also like like a, an extra boost or challenge that I wanted to push on myself. Um, and, and now like in my mid 30s where I'm at right now, 
it might, and I might be, and I have always told you and you've always told me I'm an old soul. Yes. So I, I act yes. much older. Yes. Uh, that's based <laughs> on when I eat dinner and when I go to bed too. Okay. <laughs> but I, I tend to work out for life, for health versus aesthetics versus, uh, you know, performance. Now, all that being said, I still have performance goals that I'm setting for myself. Sure. They just look drastically different. And I also am more cognizant that I'm here to protect my uh, body and my mind from injury and from setbacks. So I'm, I'm, I'm being a little bit more cautious, if you will, in my 30s. Sure. But like some of the things... You know, you might notice, I mean, we've talked about a few of these things, but like your all out ground out, you know, grind out workouts, leave you sore for days, which being sore a day after a workout or two days after a workout is normal. You start stretching into three, four, five, six days after, probably overdid it. Um, you need to spend more time working on warm ups, active recovery, cool downs, uh, varying the intensity of your workout sessions to prevent burnout. So meaning that, you know, you're not going to, if you're going to have three days of strength training, you have ample time or rest in between those training sessions. Um, the other thing too, is that, you know, once you get out of your thirties and into your forties, um, strength and cardio start to drop by a percent or two per year, according to a study in sports medicine. And actually your, your peak strength, if you will, um, not based on like how much you lift or how much you work out every year after 35, it steadily starts to decline. Mm -hmm. So small percentages, but all the more reason why it's so important to keep active Mm -hmm. inside of your lifestyle. Um, and then also harder to put on muscle. And in women, body fat is starting to get stored in unusual places. That's the ba- balance of uh, estrogen and progesterone sort of getting out of whack with the onset of perimenopause and menopause. In 30s, yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that it, it's, I think when you start heading towards the 40 mark, um, that's when the fat storage changes a little bit. And I think women tend to find that it's a little bit harder to keep, I think their metabolism changes drastically. And I think that it's harder to keep that muscle mass that was so easy to do the previous years. And I would say that stretches over to your 40s as well. So important, not just to keep strength training inside, but what were maybe some changes that you've noticed you've had to make mm-hmm. transitioning from your 30s to your 40s mm-hmm. nutritionally? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say um, in my 30s, nutritionally, I wasn't concerned about, I, I was always concerned about how much protein I had, but I wasn't concerned as so much the source. And I don't think I listened to my body in the sense of what made it feel good and what didn't feel good. I just had to get it in. It was just a box that had to be checked. But I also was able to eat a little bit off my diet or my regular nutrition at that age because my metabolism was much higher. Mm -hmm. I will say now that I eat to get me through the day. I eat to fuel my workouts and to fuel my runs, but I also eat as I listen to my body. There's a definite emotional connection to what I eat in the sense that how it makes me feel. Right. You're not you're not eating to feel good, meaning like you're looking for happiness inside no, of a meal. No, I would say I'm eating because I know it makes me feel good. I, I know that these uh, vegetables and fruits and, you know, my my current nutrition, it makes me feel good inside digestively, um, comprehensively. But it, it makes me feel good. Therefore, I'm not so feeling, oh, why am I so bloated and why do I feel this way or run down or that kind of thing that I know that I'm eating what's right for me. 
And I think that's important too, because you have more responsibilities now than a 20 year old would have, right? In your thirties and forties, you probably have a full-time job. You're maybe starting a family. Mm -hmm. You have to go to work consistently, right? Mm -hmm. In your twenties, granted, you can digest those foods more readily, easily, uh, but you could also spend all day on the couch (laughs) sort of uh, mending yourself. Whereas in your thirties and forties, you have higher priorities, right? And so you're fueling yourself for how you feel, but then also you realize how you're fueling yourself for your performance as well. And I think also we have a, I think we've slowed down a little bit in our forties. Now I think our life has kind of come to a little bit more of a calm. Our kids are, you're at the age where your kids are a little bit older. So you're not so rushed from one meal to the next, so to speak. So you can take a little bit more time as to what you are eating and not feel that push to, you know, go, go, go. Would you say in your 40s you've spent more time uh, with an emphasis less on endurance because you were a runner Mm -hmm. and more around strength training because you've noticed that it's harder to to sort of have that muscle stay in your frame? I would say running is always my sweet spot. That's my – I I still love to run, but I will say that I'm more focused on my strength workouts because it is a little harder to keep that muscle on, but it also makes me feel that I'm I'm doing something good for my body. Running, you know, is my stress relief that feels good for me, but my strength training is something that I know is not only helping my muscles, my joints, and my bones, but it's also helping my my posture and the way that my muscles move throughout the day, my functional movement and my balance, um, different things that I can do with my clients. And then for men, you know, your testosterone starts to drop too once you get into like your 40s and then also into your 50s. So I'm not just talking in terms of the importance of strength training for women, but also for men too. Mm -hmm. And to play along with that, an emphasis around nutrition in terms of protein becomes vitally important, especially as you enter into your 40s. Because of that uh, lower level of estrogen, your ability to put on lean tissue drastically declines. Mm -hmm. So typically recommend somewhere around 0.7 grams per pound of body weight. So if you're looking at like a 140 pound woman, that's around 98 grams or how we like to count our protein portions, about three to five palms of protein per day. And we're using things like tofu, lean cuts of meat, Mm -hmm. Greek yogurt, which also has that probiotic benefit, which is important for gut health. Mm -hmm. Um, And then for a man and an average man, I'm just going to say 180 pounds would be 126 grams of protein per day, which would be four to six palms of protein per day. But but in sort of putting that at the forefront is not just important in terms of uh, maintaining a certain aesthetic and in, in the lean mass, but we also have talked a bit nauseum about how important protein is for society um, in terms of keeping you fuller, longer, um, and you have less blood sugar cravings Spikes. throughout the day mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So then- what other things have you sort of noticed in, in your 40s? So we know that we, we have to put you've put more of an emphasis around strength training. You're using running as your mindfulness piece, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Because it's also important to have stress reduction techniques because obviously as estrogen gets lower, progesterone goes up, Which you're going to have your your anxiety, anxiety goes, goes up, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So what are some other pieces that maybe you have touched or have changed compared to your 20s and your 30s? I would say I'm more diligent about my recovery and that my sleep. Um, I wasn't 
so like I have to go to bed at a certain time and I get up at a certain time. Now I, I, I make sure that I'm in bed at a certain time so that I am getting the full recovery that I can get when I, so I can do those workouts the next day. The, the sleep cannot be understated. And I would say that's for every age. Um, again, in your 20s, you, you can sort of get away with that. But the more responsibilities that you compound, which throughout life, I feel like you on you are constantly adding more priorities, right? Probably until about retirement age when sure. the kids have moved out, yeah. you're, you don't work anymore, you have a little bit more freedom, you're more in tune with who you are as a person. But all the way leading up to that, like sleep is the one way that your body can recharge fully. Like, and, and yes, nutrition matters, movement matters. Those are all important things. But the best recovery technique is getting not just quantity, but the quality of your sleep too. And I think that's one that we take for granted. I think that's the one that we will take steal from Peter to pay Paul, so to speak, to get through our day. Well, I have to get this done. So I'm, I'm just, I'm going to go to bed a little bit later, or I'm going to wake up a little bit earlier. And those are, I think we... We use that too much in our uh, we we don't give sleep enough credit that we need to have it. Hundred percent. And I think the other piece too to keep in mind from a from a training perspective in any of these decades, but especially as you enter into your your forties and your fifties with that emphasis around strength training, is keep things simple. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't have to be. Um, a super crazy boot camp workout or a hit workout. In fact, that might actually be the worst thing for you because you're not allowing yourself enough recovery time in between and you're trying to push like you're like you're a young gun and you're also trying to push for faster results. It does not work that way. Um, and, and that and that's just because we've been conditioned to think, well, you know, more is better mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. when in fact less can actually mean more to you mm-hmm. um, as you age. But for the most part, keep things pretty uh, routine in terms of always having some type of a squat, a push, a pull, a hinge, core work, which also includes carries for isometric core work and balance work. So working on one leg, working with one arm, those are the staples that you should have in a basic strength training routine. And again, it doesn't have to be fancy. Um, you do have to enjoy it. And there's different ways that you can create workouts that include those principles, um, but keep things extremely simple. Yeah, don't overthink it. And then in terms of nutrition, it, and I think it, we, we've touched on this a little bit throughout uh, this episode, but the big thing is, is like your ability not only to eat based off of how you feel, but then also knowing what foods make me feel the best. And it sounds like the same thing, but more so like I'm prioritizing my protein, my vegetable intake. I'm trying to eat less processed food um, because I do feel better and because your digestive ability um, is is more compromised as you get older too. So not just as your metabolism slow down, we need to be cognizant of how much we're actually taking into our body, not because we're slowing down, but because your metabolism just slows down, but also because of the fact of, you know, are we actually digesting this food well? Sure, sure. Are we getting the right food for our body? And I mean, what you'll notice about everything we just talked about is that really the, the basic principles that we've talked about numerous times in this podcast those don't really ever go away. It just means that we have to make smaller tweaks. And I think I think the biggest word that you can get out of this podcast is just awareness. Mm, yeah, for sure. I think I think like you said, our core principles that we always talk about don't really change with the age, but the focus might be a little bit different. And one 
thing that we have said time and time again is become your own advocate and listen to your body and understand what it's feeling and why it's feeling that way. For sure. And if you don't know how your body feels, um, I, I would start to take note of what is normal versus what's not normal, right? In terms of the fact that you shouldn't be waking up feeling super tired and lethargic every single morning. Um, you shouldn't be having diarrhea every single day. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't feel bloated after every single meal. Most people think, well, they just chalk it up to age mm-hmm. or, you know, also realizing when you're under an extreme amount of stress, Mm -hmm. um, most people just don't take the time to take a step back and say, is this normal? Mm -hmm. And in most cases, it's not. Uh, Unless you have a condition or you've been dealing with something and it's been diagnosed. But in most cases, and I truly believe this, most ailments can be either reversed or slowed down, including aging, through proper nutrition, mindfulness, and uh, exercise and movement. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. hundred percent. I agree fully. Any, any lasting thoughts as you start to, as I start to go into my forties and you start to head more in towards I stay in my 40s. where you're going, <laughs> um, <laughs> won't say it. That's the first lesson. If you guys have learned anything about this podcast, do not say a woman's age or ask her how old she is. But, but what are, what are sort of your plans, you know, knowing what you know, knowing what I know, moving forward in terms of your routine around fitness, around nutrition, around mindfulness? I think uh, realizing, appreciating what your body can do is huge. And I think, like you had mentioned in the previous um, couple minutes ago, that I, I used to be a runner and I I used to, you know, run and I was concerned about how fast I was going and how many miles I put in. Now, like I went out this morning and it was so, uh, it was a beautiful morning and I appreciated that I was able to do that today. It wasn't how many miles I put in or how fast I went. It was just being in the moment and thankful that my body was able to do these things that I can still do. Awareness and appreciation. Couldn't have said it better. So aware of, of what your body can do, mm-hmm. right? And know uh, your limits. Like right. I, in my mind, I still feel like I'm in my 20s, but I know that my body is not. And understanding that that's a hard, hard lesson, but I, I'm in better shape mentally and physically now than I was before. And, and the appreciation piece of it to me is, is important because too few people take a second to smell the roses, if you will, and realize how far they've come. Sure. And and that's just because we're only we're our own worst critic and because we're always going to compare our current selves to our past selves, right? I think it's another lesson. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. Or yourself. Yeah. Or even a younger version of yourself. Yeah. Oh, my God, I used to fit in a sure. size two. Yeah. Now I fit in this. Right. Yeah, but I guarantee you there's some trophies on your wall of accomplishments that you've stacked up over the years. Mm-hmm. And and really, are you happier at a size two, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, And again, it gets back to that feeling of, you know, are you trying to lose weight because you think it's going to make you happier? Or are you working on being happier and feeling good, which leads to that self uh, acceptance. Absolutely. That you have there. For sure. So if you if you don't get anything else out of this podcast of us rambling back and forth for the last 27 minutes now that you won't get back, awareness and acceptance. Awareness and, and appreciation and acceptance, I should say, yeah. um, would be the three major points. Because as you age, age is just a number. And 
that doesn't mean that things won't change. What it just means is that you will have to make small pivots to sort of make it your own and find a program that works for you. Perfect. Couldn't have said better. No, couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Um, remember that age is just a number, and we just want you guys to be aware, be appreciative, and acceptance. All right, you guys have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Train, Eat, Repeat. Connect with us on Instagram at fit underscore ferrant or at traineatrepeat.co. Until next time, stay strong, stay healthy.